Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. If you'd like to contact us, you can reach us at hfchurch, the number seven, at gmail.com. That's f, that's hfchurch, number seven, at gmail.com. I want to talk to you today about giving. So many people misunderstand giving. We're in a time that fear is running rapid, anxiety is running rapid, and, and people are just in a panic state. And it affects all of us. All of us are not exempt from that. All of us deal with that. All of us deal with anxiety. We deal with, with animosity. We deal with fear. We deal with, we deal with all these things that the natural world does. And, and we want to say that we don't, but in the, in the depth of our being, we know that we do. And as I begin to, to, to study this, and I begin to, this is the most crucial time in the world that everybody's saying we're, through, we're going through an economic crisis, and, and some people are, some people have lost their jobs and, and are going through very difficult times, and for those people, I, I'm truly, truly sorry. Uh, but, but I believe this is a time that as we speak the Word of God, as we begin to speak that Word and confess that Word and stand on that Word, that this message of grace is going to bring such a deliverance and such power. So I want to go to Zacharias, and I want to go to Luke chapter 19, verse 8, and we're going to start with verse 8, and we're going to read some verses here. And, and Zacharias stood and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, I give half of all my goods to the poor, and if I've taken anything from anyone by false accusations, I restore fourfold. Now, Here's a guy that was a high chief tax collector. In other words, everybody hated him. Everybody didn't want to be around him. But as God, as he went up, climbed up in the sycamore tree for we wanted to see the Lord, the Lord said, I'm going to your house today. And, and Luke chapter 19 verse 9 says, Today salvation has come to your house because he also is the son of Abraham. So God saw, Jesus saw him differently than everybody else saw him. He saw him as a son of Abraham all the time. What a great revelation this is when we begin to comprehend what the Lord's really trying to say to us in this verse here. And so he came down, he went to his house and he just began to share with him and, and they began to criticize him. Jesus is going to the house of a sinner. So we knew, we know that Zacharias was a, was a sinner. We know that, that he climbed up into the sycamore tree for he wanted to see the Lord. He was, he was a man of a small statue. And he he wanted to understand the revelation. And as, as Jesus is talking to him along the way, he said, Lord, I, I want to tell you something. If, I, if I've taken anything from anybody, I'll restore it to them fourfold. And he got that over in Exodus. The translation of that says, we restore fourfold for anything that's been taken or stolen. So he was going back to the old covenant to recognize that, you know, you ain't got to tell me to do this. I'll do this because I know what you've done for me now. See, grace is always giving. Grace is always sowing. Grace has always got somebody else on their mind because they understand that what they sow is going to roll back over to them. So Zach Zachariah said, Lord, I, I'll give 50% of everything I got to the poor. Because you know what? It doesn't mean that much to me. And I, I understand if I've taken anything by false accusation, I'll restore fourfold for them. In other words, I'll give them four times what I took from them, which is biblical in the, in the scripture in Exodus. So we, we see that, that Zacharias began to do that and begin to follow in that. But if you notice something, Zachariah wanted Jesus more than he wanted riches. He wanted to understand our destiny is com in life is completely determined by where we place our treasure. Whatever a person is willing to give up is the very thing God is willing to multiply back to him full measure. So are we really willing to give up those things? Now, how many people do you know whose names have ever been changed because of their giving? 
Now, we, we recognize here that Zacharias' life and transformation had took place because he was willing to sow. He was willing to give. Now, if you notice something in Luke chapter 18, verse 18, and 22 and 23, now a certain ruler asked him, Good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? So when Jesus heard these words, he said, You still lack one thing. Sell all that you have and distribute to the poor, and you will have treasure in earth, and come and follow me. But when he heard this, he was very sorrowful, for he was very, very rich. Now we see here that here's a guy, the, rich, the certain ruler, your rich young ruler, and he asked the Lord, What can I do to have eternal life? And he said, he didn't ask him what he could do to go to heaven. He said, what can I do to have eternal life? He said, well, I'll tell you what, you lack one thing. Sell all that you have, distribute it to the poor, and you'll have treasures in heaven. In other words, he was telling him to give it all away because the Bible said in Proverbs chapter 19 that I'll restore everything back to you that you've given away. In other words, everything you give in alms, I'm going to recompense. I'm going to pay you back for it. So he was trying to let him know, if you'll give all you have away, I'll restore everything that you've lost. I just want to see where your heart is. And the Bible said the rich young ruler walked away. And so we see that when the law is given, you're never going to give. When that preaching about do's and don'ts is done, it's always going to be, if you don't give, then you're going to be cursed. If you don't do this, you're going to be cursed. Well, I want to say something, and I want to say it publicly. You don't have to tithe. You get to tithe. And I think there's the big difference. I tell the congregation all the time here at Harvest, you don't have to tithe. You get to tithe. And so in the body of Christ, well, don't we tithe with curses coming upon us? Well, the Bible said that Jesus redeemed us from the curse of the law. He didn't say that if we don't tithe, then we're going to be cursed. Now, I do believe if we don't sow, we're not going to reap a harvest. We're not going to be blessed back. We're not going to receive the blessings in favor of God that God is expecting us to have. But I, but I also believe that when we understand giving, it's giving through grace. God so loved the world that he gave. There's always love connected with giving. Giving is always going to be a sign and a reflection of love. It's always going to roll back. For, for God so loved the world that he did what? That he gave. Gave what? His only begotten son. So God sowed a son expecting a family back. And I think we got to get that in our spirit because that's the spirit of giving and that's the beauty of grace.